Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Dr. William H. Danforth died Wednesday. He was 94. He served as chancellor of Washington University for 24 years beginning in 1971 and transformed it into a top-tier university. He later became the founding chairman of the Donald Danforth Plant Science Center. Dr. William Danforth was a guest on this program several times, and today we have excerpts from his 2008 appearance. My grandfather had the same name that I had, was a very inspirational figure, and he challenged all of us uh, to aspire nobly, adventure daringly, serve humbly, and uh, set an example. Uh, When I was young, he uh, came over to my house one day and he said, do you have a dictionary? And I said, yes. And he said, uh, would you get it? And I got the dictionary and he said, look up the word impossible. So I did. And he said, now get a pair of scissors and cut it out. That was the way he taught us to uh, aspire nobly and try things. Danforth's grandfather founded Ralston Purina. His father grew the business. His brother, John Danforth, served as U.S. Senator and United Nations Ambassador. William Danforth served in the Navy. He earned a bachelor's degree from Princeton University. He then graduated from Harvard University Medical School and became a cardiologist. He started at Washington University in 1957 and became chancellor nearly 15 years later. He was affectionately known as Chan Dan and Uncle Bill. After his time at Wash U, he helped found the Donald Danforth Plant Science Center in Creve Corps. I have for many years thought that uh, St. Louis should be a major center for plant science. It was evident uh, even two, two and a half decades ago that plants were terribly important and that, uh, this, and that science applied to agriculture could do wonderful things in the plant area. And I thought to myself, and others thought with me, that St. Louis has these wonderful science, has wonderful biomedical science, and that all of the techniques and technologies of biomedical science, genetics, cell biology, molecular biology, proteomics, and so on, all of these were applicable to plants and the results with plants should be very, very gratifying in terms of um, increasing production, uh, improving the nutrition, et cetera, et cetera. And that we in St. Louis, because of this biomedical sciences, and because we're in the center of a farm belt, because many of our great corporations use plants, Monsanto is now world leader, but, uh, but companies, uh, even Anheuser-Busch, if you think about it, is dependent on plants. And we could do a terrific job for St. Louis, for plant science, and improve the world. Danforth said the goal of the Plant Science Center was to conduct fundamental plant science. He likened that work to fundamental cancer research. All of this, he said, would unlock answers to longstanding problems, make agriculture better, and make food more nutritious. On our show, he also waded into the controversy around genetically modified food. He responded to a caller who said she opposed GMOs and wanted food kept natural, the way, she said, God intended. None of the foods we eat are the way uh, they were originally. The first agricultural revolution began in 11,000 B.C., and uh, people began modifying plants and animals 
went into crossbreeding, you know, and 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 uh, uh, splicing uh, part of one plant onto another. Uh, I think that uh, my own view is that God gave us uh, imagination and abilities to uh, uh, to make the, make these improvements. So we have to keep trying uh, new things if our grandchildren and our great-great-grandchildren are going to have a livable world. Uh, will some mistakes be made along the way? Probably so, but we've made mistakes in the past, and we've got to get a, move to get away from them. At the conclusion of our St. Louis on the Air interview in 2008, Danforth was hopeful. You know, you hear all the news these days. It's very uh, easy to become pessimistic about the future. But if you talk with young people and you know young people, you see the energy and the idealism and the hope, it really restores your faith in the future. Uh, We have wonderful young people in the United States, and uh, I am sure they're going to build a a better world uh, for their children and grandchildren, just as we in our generation have tried to build a better world for our children and grandchildren. William Danforth's wife of 55 years, Ibby, died in 2005. Also preceding him in death were a daughter, a sister, and a brother. He's survived by his other brother, the former senator, as well as two daughters and a son who all live locally, and numerous grandchildren and great-grandchildren. William Danforth died earlier this week at the age of 94. Podcast episodes of St. Louis on the Air are available at stlpublicradio.org. Or you can subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts, the Stitcher Podcast app, or wherever you get your podcasts. St. Louis on the Air is produced by Evie Hempel and Lara Hamden, with production assistance from Aaron Dorr. The senior producer is Emily Woodbury, and the executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. That's 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening, and have a happy weekend. I'm Sarah Fenske. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.